this last chapter before spring break. And a people of hope said, amen. Let's give it up for the faculty, staff, worship band. Beautiful, beautiful. Well done, y'all. All right, all right. Let's get real with me. Who's ready for spring break? Yeah. Who's going north? Who's going south? Who's going east? Who's going west? Any seniors? Just in case you didn't look at a calendar, this is your last spring break of college. Right, I got it. Amen. Before you launch out north, south, east, or west, I want to finish something we started. At the beginning of the semester, we started 2 Timothy, this book written by uh, an older Christian to a younger Christian, an older pastor to a younger pastor, an older leader to a younger leader. And today we're going to finish that with these words from the book that we love, the bush that burns and is never consumed, 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 9 through 22. Hear these words. Do your best to come to me soon, for Demas, in love with this present world, has deserted me and gone to Thessalonica, Crescens to Galatia, Titus to Dalmatia. Only Luke is with me. Get Mark. And bring him with you, for he's useful to my ministry. I, I sent Tychius to Ephesus. And when you come, bring the cloak that I left with Carpus at Tros, along with my books. And above all, bring my parchments. Alexander, the coppersmith, did me great harm. The Lord will repay him for his deeds. But you also need to be aware of him, for he strongly opposed our message. At my first defense, no one came to my support. All deserted me. But may it not be counted against them. But the Lord stood by me and strengthened me so that through me the full message might be proclaimed fully to all the Gentiles and that they might hear it. So I was saved from the lion's mouth. For the Lord will rescue me from every evil attack and save me for his heavenly kingdom. To him be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Greet Priscilla and Aquila in the household of Oniphorus. That's such a great name. The household of Oniphorus. Erastus remained in Corinth. Trophimius I left ill in Milatus. And do your best to come before winter. Eubulus sends his greetings, as do Pudens and Linus and Claudia and all the brothers and sisters. May the Lord's spirit be with you. Grace be with you. This is the word of the Lord. And we're ended. Second Timothy. Really, first Timothy that we did first semester in Second Timothy, a letter from an older pastor to a younger, an older Christian to a younger Christian, an older leader to a younger leader, like, like you, probably about your age. Some wisdom that he's giving them. And in this final verses of this chapter, I hear some reoccurring themes that Paul has been weaving throughout 1 Timothy and 2 Timothy. Three things that I think are critical for us to highlight as you head out into spring break, north or south or east or west, or for you seniors that are about ready to head out into the undefined future of your life. Timothy's probably about your age. And there are three things, one thing that's essential, one thing that you've got to remember and not forget, and one thing you've got to trust. Here's the one thing that is essential. 
that as you head out, remember this. You cannot do this alone. I read in this, there are 18 different names. 18 different names. Every one of those names is a relationship of some kind. He, he asks for help. Get Mark because he's helpful to my ministry. Um, hey, can you, bring my, can you bring my coat that I forgot? And Paul, might, the brother just might have been forgetful. But bring my books and bring my part. I need some help. Only Luke is with me. We need each other. And that's one of the messages of the Christian faith. To be a disciple is not to be a lone ranger. It's not to be an isolationist. You cannot do this work by yourself at all. Some of you are going to be on a team, going out with your team. You can't be a team by yourself. Some of you are on immersion trips. You can't do that work by yourself. You need each other. We need each other. Hope College, can I get an amen to that? Amen to that. This is what it means to be rooted in the context of the Christian faith. It means that we need each other. We are a body together. Okay, that's, that's at the core of what we are. I, I'm privileged to work on an amazing team of pastors. Nancy and Paul and Bruce and, and James and Lori and Cindy and Ron and Reuter. Um, but I, this team also works in the context of a larger team. I need Andy and Scott. I need Deb and Beth, Pam. I need Tim and Coach Mitch and Sturz. I, I need their prayers. I need their support. We cannot do this work alone. That's essential. That's essential to get. I'm feeling my feels today. Yeah. Feeling my feels today a little bit because this band was started by a good friend, Jonathan Haygood, who's not with us. And I wish to all my heart and soul that I could just let him know how much he was loved. And you don't know till it's gone that we need each other. That's essential, my friends. You are not meant to be a Christian alone. Here's the thing you got to remember, not forget. Not everyone's going to like you because they don't always like the message. Now, it's possible that like Demas and Crescens and Titus, they split because they just didn't like Paul. Paul may have been the kind of personality that was a hard guy to be around. But it might be that they deserted him because they weren't up for the message. They weren't up for the consequence of Christ. And they deserted him. At least that's Paul's interpretation here. But friends, the goal of the Christian life is not to be liked. The goal of the Christian is to be faithful. If they don't like you because of character, that's one thing. If they don't like you because of the message... That's something else. He notes Alexander the coppersmith did him great harm. But he says, you must be aware of him, for he strongly opposed our message, our message, our message. It is a message that has ontological claim. It is a claim that demands a decision. That decision evokes a reaction, and not every reaction is positive. It is, it is a claim that challenges all the powers and principalities. It is a claim that threatens the status quo of our privileges. It is a claim, a message that challenges us to change every part of our being. And the message is not a proposition, it's a person. It is the message of the gospel. 
Paul says it this way in the beginning of Rome, the gospel concerning his son who was descended from David according to the flesh, declared to be the son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness by resurrection from the dead. Jesus Christ, our Lord, our Lord, for whom we have received grace and apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith among all the Gentiles for the sake of his name, including yourselves who are called to belong to Christ Jesus. Friends, you are called to belong to Christ Jesus, body and soul and life and in death. This is the message that Jesus is the Son of God, the Word made flesh. This person is the gospel, not a set of propositions that we memorize, not a set of virtues we put on a piece of paper, not a set of habits that make us a better you. This is Jesus who is Lord, and if he is Lord, it means that nothing else is. It means that his, this message is not Republican and it's not a Democrat. It is both conservative and liberal at the same time. If you are only liked by one and not the other, you've got a problem because you're not fully committed to the Lord, Jesus. Jesus is who we worship. That is the message. And what I want to suggest to us is that is the message. That is the message that we are praying that's got to permeate this place. It is the message of the gospel of Jesus who took away the sin of the world. And by faith, all who call upon his name might be saved. And that salvation is not an insurance policy for later, but it is an invitation now to find each other. Come on now. I feel like preaching, Temple. Yeah. Hope College, we got some issues. And part of the, part of the way we handle that is to come back to the message. Because in the message, we confess that we are all sinners and we have one Savior. And that's Jesus. And none of, and all... That message allows us the freedom to put down all of our privileges. And that college then is not a pipeline to privilege, but it is an invitation for a new way to follow Jesus into that wide open country of salvation, which is what this world needs to see. They need to see you, you who are called to belong to Jesus as an agent of hope going north and south and east and west. That's what you need not to forget. The message that calls you. And here's what you need to trust as you head out into spring break. It is the God of that message. It is God. At my first defense, write Paul, everyone deserted me. No one came to my support. It happens sometimes. The heat comes and people scatter. They don't want to be associated with you. But again, remember that your calling is not to be liked. It is to be faithful. Why? Because God is faithful. They deserted him, but Paul writes this, but the Lord strengthened me, stood by me and strengthened me so that through me, the message, that gospel message might fully be proclaimed and all the Gentiles might hear it. He said that I was saved from the lion's mouth. It said that God will rescue me from every evil attack. It said that I am saved for the heavenly kingdom. This is God. This is what you must trust, a God who shows up, a God who's not an abstract principle. We're not deists here. We are Christians who believe that God took the time to put on flesh and walk among us and do for us what we could not do ourselves, to die on the cross, to resurrect from the dead, to ascend into heaven who is right now, right now, sitting at the right hand, interceding on our behalf. That's reality, folks, not CNN. Jesus is Lord over all things, and what you need to trust is that God, no matter what circumstance you might find yourself in, he will stand with you. He will strengthen you. He will rescue you from the lion's mouth. He will rescue you from every evil attack. He will save you for his heavenly kingdom, 
And that is your end. That is what you were made for. Trust that God. That God is a God that shows up. That is a God who is for you. I remain a Christian even though some days I have my doubts and I have my questions just like you, but I am overwhelmed with this God who claims me, who stands by me and you and strengthens you and me and us. Hope College, let's be strengthened by trusting the God who is for us. Amen? Let me pray. Let me pray. Lord Jesus, as they head out, this beloved people of hope and agents of your message, bless them and keep them and may your face shine on them and be gracious to them. Lift your counts upon each of them as each has need and send them with your peace. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, all of hope said, amen. Go in peace, y'all.